0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get running
1: We're back again, and after some technical difficulties and guys talking about slow cooking, lamb, and all the other stuff, is raps on TV. We're back <laughs> again. Um, welcome. Thanks for all those listening in the last couple of weeks. I've been missing MIA, but we're back now. Um, so we're back to get into the. The best in boxing is December, Christmas month, Christmas, uh, festive season greetings. And um I think we've got a big action-packed weekend of boxing. So we've got the girl who's coming back after what, 10 months out injured. Um looking forward to seeing him fight in London for the first time in many years. Um we also got Lee Selby who's gonna be back in the in the ring. Um he's defending his IBF belt against Eduardo Ramirez, which is on a Frank Warren card. He seems to be doing more and more good things in terms of boxing. Um but I'm back with my co-host and I'm over to you. Yes, guys, so we've got the matchup of that boxing purists all over the
2: world have been salivating for and been asked for a long time. Nomachenko v. Ragundo is happening this weekend, and that should be a classic. Really forward to breaking that down. Uh, we've also got Tevin Farmer, uh, previous guest on our show, who's fighting for the vacant IBF. So good luck to you, Tevin, and uh, hope it pulls you off. Uh, we also see Stephen Smith fighting Fernando Vargas in the U- US as well, as well as Salido. So guys, just just remember, if you want to get involved in the discussions, call on 1506 243 if you've got any questions. We're also going to have Tony Borg possibly co into the show as we talk about Lee Selby's comeback uh, on Frank Warren's Copper Box show uh, in the next week or so. Uh, over to you, Tom.
3: Yeah, it's good to be back, guys. Uh, just... We're going to also be joined by This Is Boxing UK. Which are going to be talking about their new event, which has been set up to cater for boxing fans, and so yeah, let's get straight into it with James DeGale making his return. Do you do you? What do you guys think? Can Warren turn DeGale into a big name again now, back in the UK, returning?
2: Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I think DeGale's a big name already, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he is I guess people people you know, have forgotten slightly, haven't they? He's relatively big yeah. name. Yeah, I mean, not you know, he's not like a big name like Joshua, but he's clearly I mean, not a man of boxing fans. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, for me, like Warren isn't about that. You know, he's, he doesn't really create names,
3: does he? That's more Hearn. Yeah, I see what I'm saying. He builds the names better. You yeah, could say, Hearn,
2: but Hearn, Hearn. is the guy that builds names and personalities and stuff like that. Warren just got this, you know, back in the Dark Ages kind of boxing <laughs> setup. He's, he's you know? not.
1: He's, he's antiquated now. But yeah, basically. do you think? I do, yeah. I, do we think it's a good move ultimately? Because uh, obviously he's left Warren. Um, sorry, left Hearn. In terms of whatever support he was getting, he's working with Warren. I mean, do we think it's going to work? Is the Copper Box Arena going to be as attractive as being the O2? And can he get any bigger than the Copper, the copper nah, Box? I arena? I don't think so, man.
2: Like look, Copper look, we've been to Copper Box a couple of times, Coach. Right? And you know, we you know we were there when Javonta Davis was fighting Liam Walsh. There are mm. still loads of empty seats, mm. right? I mean, Warren's just not promoting things in the right way. He's just you know not getting the message out there. I feel why girls come on board. It's not to do with Warren. It's probably a lot more to do with BT Sport and the yeah. money from BT. That's probably what's yeah, paid yeah, his I've purse. Yeah, I've seen a lot of
3: promotion on BT Sport with the girl recently. Yeah. That's been of good quality because that was the big debate at first, wasn't it? Yeah. Could they catch up with Sky's quality? And yeah. I've been watching stuff that I I think that's, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference, yeah, to be it's going to
1: be the carrot. I think that's always going to be the carrot that dangles, not just in front of him. You Look at Selby, Frampton. So these are guys, let's be honest, that if we were talking about credible world champions in boxing coming from the UK you probably would have put those three at the top mm. of the list mm. so quality wise I think it's a good coup for Warren um, See, for the girl I would say sorry I was just going to say for me I think it's an interesting time for him because I think we've obviously got the Super 6 the Super Series sorry which is ongoing and I think he's got a lot of competition there that actually could create some big fights for him in the next 18 months to be fair yeah
2: I mean uh, he's he's talking about the Super 6 already isn't he so I mean yeah you're right it's a good platform to be on carry on winning He's hoping George Groves beats Eubanks. Mm. Because, because He's been
3: left out of the spotlight, hasn't he? Really? Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah, he has. You know, and um, you know, there's all the, uh, clearly that you know the history between those two. You know, they yeah. they deserve that fight, especially Definitely. both as world title holders. You know, that's going to be a brilliant, almost. Like, I mean, for me, I've seen like Groves has almost come to the end of his career now. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like it. But yeah, it feels like. Yeah, you must be. You know, you, you know, there's so many more wars someone can go through. Mm. Right, De guy I think is a fresher of the two, clearly. You know, so yeah, I mean that's that's what he's probably angling angling towards, and he's I mean he's he's definitely angling towards that. He's, he's already said it. Yeah, you know.
3: See, that makes me think in regards to the BT deal because it is a one fight deal, isn't it? So I, I would, uh, in fact, I'd be surprised if he stayed on with Warren after this fight because you think he's either going to be dealing with the Sowlands or. With Hearn really. You'd have to say he'd be going back to Hearn or dealing with the Southlands. I wonder what, how what is there? Frank's mm. obviously giving him the big well, payday, which uh, is why he's gone for this fight.
2: Well the fight's gonna be in the UK, right? The mm. fight's gonna be in the UK, right? That's not to say the Southens can't pull a big show in the UK. They've clearly Definitely, done it. Yeah. They've done it with Eubank Groves, you know. Yeah. Um,
3: but then does th- he need to stay with Warren? Surely he'll just go yeah, there. He won't doesn't he? need I mean. to,
2: but Warren Warren can Warren can probably Warren with BT sport. Can definitely put a bigger show on yeah. than the Southlands. There's no mm. question about that, and there's no question that whatever Saturn can offer, a BT Sport will trump it. Yeah, right. This is going to be basically between Sky and BT Sport. I mean, that, that those two yeah. fights are going to be a mega fight. So it's literally going to be a question of BT Sport and Sky Sport who puts more money to their pot, who, who digs deeper. That's mm. what it's going I mean, to be. I,
1: I could see him staying with BT. Um I, yeah. I know it's a one fight deal, but. I wouldn't be surprised if actually he might want to just test the waters. I think instead of just going with them and committing for five, six fights, you know, I guess BT is still new in the world of boxing. So for me, it made sense. It makes sense to do one fight. See how it looks. I think his, op- his opponent as well is very. Let's be honest, a bit weak because it's very short notice. Um, but I think I, I see him potentially being able to get some of these big fights. A U Eubank, for example, mm. maybe Warren. I know he did the, the Warrens and the Eubank scenes, but yeah, they don't, they don't get it. at all. even Eubank scene, no. right? So it's kind of like it's all boxing when it's money's on the table. They set that aside. Um, so yes, for me, I think it could be an interesting I, one.
2: I think it's clearly testing the water, kind of thing, right? Yeah, you know. No one's just gonna go in and sign with someone like Warren and BT Sport on I'm only gonna fight for you one time. It's more likely being something like, Yeah, look, I'll stay with you, but I don't know how long BT committed to you. Mm. You know, mm. is BT gonna give us the kind of money that I'm seeking? Maybe BT is like, Look, we wanna pay you this money, but we wanna
3: see what kind of business you attract to us. So you might be testing the water on yeah, both sides.
2: Exactly. You know, on
3: on that point about if Sky or BT had the Groves-Eubank fight, do you think then how they could trump the offer? Like, if it was, you know, if it, uh, if it was for that fight, do you think you'd see it in London rather than it being in Manchester how it is with the yeah, South? That, that would definitely... Because be I London think that nice. it's got... I think that fight should have been a London fight, nah. although I'm sure well, it's going to do well either way. I think that it's this, this you is know, a, it's a proper London, London fighter well, in a Brighton fighter, isn't it? This so is a proper London fight. This yeah. is
2: This is... You know, and they're both well, from the similar kind of areas as well, you know. like west Dish is yeah. Southwest.
1: Um, I think as well, for me, with the Southland, I know if people made noise. I think with the Southland taking the Eubank fight, Eubank-Groves fight to Manchester, I think it was about costs, if I'm being yeah. honest with you. I think yeah. trying to rent out O2 um, is probably going to be a lot more expensive because of the types of people that perform there. You know, it's not just yeah. fights that happen there, it's concerts. So, I thought it was about costs. Yeah, um, and
2: clearly it's going to be about costs. And, and yeah, yeah, it's not going to be about size. I think if Groves
1: yeah. fought... To go, I think that could easily happen, happening like people would put the money and the investment into that because you'd get the return. Um, yes. I mean, I think we keep talking about, but Groes don't you think the they'll go. get
3: the return for for this fight with the with um Groves Eubank? Don't you think they'd get the return if they put it on at Stamford Bridge I or t- t- Brighton Stadium?
1: <laughs> yeah, but maybe it depends what how be the too cold, been. though, isn't it? It's, the thing, it's yeah, been, look, it is yeah, it's points. open, open areas, too cold. It? What, um, it's O2. too cold. Well, for
2: Graves, would have been too cold in February. No, like that open. would never have been stuff, yeah. Bridge.
1: But I mean, O2 again it's expensive. Um, but it's also we need to mm. understand the numbers that the World well, Boxing Super Series are seeing. Uh, like, in terms of their YouTube, I mean, it's been quite and let's be honest, it's been a bit of a failure, their pay per view model. Because anytime you go on Twitter, you seem to see people saying it didn't work, it's taking me long to register. Mm. I can't but see anything the fight.
2: with Ubank is on ITV box office anyway. That's yeah. the yeah. deal. So, yeah. this one, yes, yeah. yeah.
1: so this one will be well. Yeah, that's actually yeah, an interesting anything point. with
2: Eubanks yeah. will be ITV box office,
3: and he's done incredibly well to yeah. get that deal. Because when he first went to ITV box office, everyone yeah. was saying, "You know, this is a complete rip off." Now he exactly. is—he's the man on ITV well, box he, office. He was on that show,
2: you know, and he said it. He is their flagship fighter. Yeah. To,
1: to be honest, they don't have any other fighters.
3: No. No. And he's <laughs> I mean, their flagship it's, fighter, it's, it's, so he's the and he's a big name. Yeah. yeah.
1: I get, and you know me, I won't say too much about it, but I think it also goes to show that you know a lot was made of the Eubanks, and I think in the months, maybe years to come, we'll find out more about them in terms of. What they're like, what their business attributes are really uh, are saying, and maybe all the rumors around them aren't necessarily true. But yeah. if if Eubank beats
2: Groves, right? Eubank is a superstar, right? Mm. There's no question. Definitely. I mean, if he, if
1: he knocks out
2: Groves, he's yeah. a superstar. Because He's got right? the personality. Yeah. Then and everyone, the like him. Mm. then everyone from Hearn and Warren, they can just shut the fuck up, man. Because these guys, without promoters. Have gone and done it themselves. Yeah. That's a model someone like Audley Ald- Harrison has achieved, yeah. right? Audley Harrison was one of the first guys who set up A Force Promotions. Before that, he didn't have stuff like this. Now everyone's got like their Khan Promotions and this promotion mm. and Youbet promotion and back right? So, you know what I mean? So he yeah. sort of like, set that thing. And what he, what he said is, when he started doing that, he became an instant threat to the promoters, right? Because what it was, the fighters they weren't getting TV money. You don't need them. Yeah, they yeah. were get it. but by doing that, he was starting to get the share of the TV money, and he opened the doors for everybody else. Like, oh, well, we could do it as well, yeah. right? And I suppose that's what the Eubanks have done here, you know. And, yeah. if, and if they pull it off, and they beat Groves, they're going to be, you know, they're going to get. I, mean, huge I think
1: sh- that's the thing. It's funny though when we say if they beat Groves, and don't get me wrong, it's, it's good. It's a big thing for the career. But actually, the final's still to come. Mm. So even yeah. if he beats Groves, actually, the pinnacle has to be winning this tournament because Definitely. then you're going to say he's gone up in weight. He was totally written off at the start. He was totally written off when he won the IBO belt, and everyone questioned his quality. And actually, he's gone on leaps and bounds. So I agree with you. I think he's I got mean, the opportunity. We haven't
3: even spoken about that fight. Who are you guys? Who are you guys leaning towards?
1: I, at the moment, I'm still 50-50. I think I need to study a bit more.
3: I'm leaning towards Eubank. See, I'm leaning towards Eubank, but I got a bit of flack on that when I when I said on our group that I was leaning towards Eubank. I think oh, really? that yeah. I think yeah. that Groves is sliding. I think yeah. I think it's it's perfect timing for yeah. Eubank this fight.
1: My yeah. question, so the where, where I'm at at the moment is Eubanks being hit by somebody with Groves' power, number one, um, and also Eubanks' own power. How is that going to last coming mm, up against a guy definitely. that's naturally fighting at that weight? So I he's need to unproven, watch it again. And, and I have but. to be honest, I think the last fight I watched against Chudinov, um, Groves was the Chudinov fight. And he impressed me in that fight as well. Um, and he's hurt a few guys as well. If you think of George Goodnick really put him in a bad you way. You put down. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. he's a tough guy. He's, it's powerful. It's Pan- it's he's a powerful puncher. Frosch no doubt about it. It's a tough it. one. So um so I agree I can see both sides of the arguments. I think I just going to do my as we do do our uh, homework and then come back onto that one. So um yeah.
2: So who's the number 1 super middleweight guys? Hodge. Who's the number 1 super
3: middleweight?
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean to be fair, if it, there isn't one
3: yeah, I know it's impossible. It's, it's almost one, really. impossible to say, isn't there it?
1: There isn't one really. When you look at the names of who's got belts, um, obviously the girl the could still have an argument because he's been undefeated. Um, yeah, him, but um, as since he's been a champion, yeah. um, what I'm saying is, and uh, yeah, Badu Jack gave up his belt. Um, I mean, I, I think it's De isn't it? At this moment in time, you're going to say it's De Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. But then he it's, it's, hasn't been active enough I, to I even yeah. warrant it for 2017. Know, what I'm trying
2: to say, yeah, it's like, if, you know, if you we, are if talking about welterweights now, we will say, right, based on accomplishments,
1: it's Furman, fie-
2: f- right? People might say Spencer, and But stuff he's got like two that. belts as well. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And he was active. Yeah, right. like, without the injury, so I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's the totally same comparison. But yeah, I don't know. For me, I just think I, I can't see who is. Who do you think, Tom?
3: I think I'd agree. I think you have to say De Gale now, but it's mm. so up in the air with him being out. I mean, and we say Groves is on the slide. De Gale may well be on the. You know, he's looking to have a few more fights and retire as well. He may he may be on the slide himself. He's just had a big surgery. He's been out for a long time. Like we've so seen with Frampton recently, that that can have a big effect on a fighter. Yeah. So,
1: so, uh, and that's what I mean. And even you just so yeah. For me, it's a it's a, it's an interesting one. I it's mean, unproven, I think, isn't it? What would be interesting? I know they're kind of saying uh, the girl Benavides, the girl Benavides, but actually I think the girl against the loser um, would be very interesting. I think that would be a very interesting fight. I still Um, think
3: that Callum Smith actually has um has a very good chance in the final. I think he beats uh, Bremer comfortably, and I think he has a good chance against whoever he fights in the final because just purely he's so he's six foot three. He's a huge super middleweight. I mean, he'll definitely go up after the tournament. I
2: think with Brayman, he's going to have a tough, 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 you know. Yeah, I think I guys. think he got
3: caught off guard a bit in that Scoglin fight. I think that will have helped him a lot. Yeah. It's interesting because uh, other fighters talk very highly of Callum Smith, even though he didn't impress in that fight. He's Scoglin, he's very highly. Sp- he's very.
1: I thought, after all, I thought he, he actually fought Well, I. I, oh, he I thought. Said, he I, thought I think people fight.
3: expected him to deal with Scoglin yeah, I better. I think there's a lot of yeah. up, right,
1: but I think Scotland was a good fighter that came in underrated. Um, and I thought, you know, in terms of his game plan and his strategy, I, w- I was impressed. But listen, guys, we're going to open up the phones now to. Uh, Two promoters that are doing a new event in the UK, new to the UK, called This Is Boxing. I'm going to open the lines um, and look forward to hearing what they've got to say. Hello, hello, and yes, and
4: how you doing, man?
1: Not too bad. You well?
4: Good, good. Yeah, I'm alright. Good. I'm good. here with my business
1: partner Wiley. How you doing, Wiley? It's Kojo. Um, I'm in the studio yeah. here. I'm with my co-host Inam and Tom.
5: Uh, Hi guys. Uh, thanks guys, thanks for having us
1: on, man. Well, thanks, Ant. Thanks, thanks, Wally. No, no problem, man. Thanks for joining us. So, listen, guys. Um, uh, obviously we know you 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 set up this brand. This is boxing. Um, do you want to just tell us about this is boxing? Uh, just give us a, a, a quick breakdown and a little bit about yourselves. Yeah, of course, man. Um,
5: so basically, what it was, uh, we seen, we saw, sorry, a massive gap in the market for. Kind of merging the urban community and the urban kind of culture with live boxing events.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, I think too often do the the urban culture is represented in the ring in relation to the competitors, but um, in relation to the night um, and the entertainment, the food, the whole vibe of everything, uh, we don't feel like it's fairly represented. So what we thought would do is merge the very kind of prevalent urban music scene that's going on at the moment with a, a night of live boxing. Um, it enables us to showcase new music talent, but it also enables us to um, showcase um, young aspiring boxers as well who are coming up through the ranks. Um, initially, we we're obviously doing white collar uh, with a view to move on to uh, pro in the in the near future. So it's all about just merging the culture, um, the urban the urban um, urban culture with live boxing. Really, um, my background is very much around martial arts. Um, I've always um, been big into martial arts. I'm a black belt in taekwondo. I've done uh, a yellow belt in jiu-jitsu, fighting Thai boxing, kickboxing, etc. Um, but boxing has always been a staple in relation to my life. My dad's a big fan of boxing. Uh, I was growing up with the greats, as Tyson, Nigel Benn, uh, Kawasaki, Hatton, etc. So boxing's always been kind of in the forefront. Nice. Um, but I've always trained in. In martial arts, I prefer to throw some kicks as well. To be honest, lad. Um, <laughs> mm. But yeah, so that, don't <laughs> worry, we won't hold that, that against you
1: for now. eh? You'll be doing security as well. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Yeah.
5: Especially after the recent um, showpiece from Greg against Mayweather, right? he didn't represent
4: did, uh,
2: too well. to The <laughs> know, side. Right? Yeah. When yeah, is that? But, um,
4: so that's my background. <clears throat> yeah, and um, basically my background. Well, I used to train. I used to, I used to train when I was younger. I did a bit of boxing. Um, I trained for three years, but I never did competition, so um, I didn't do competition because my trainer moved to Trinidad, so after that, it kind of put me off boxing, there wasn't really anything for us, or any shows like to box on anyway in the first place, so I kind of just stepped away from it for a bit, but um, I'm back now, I'm trying to give basically young boxers um, the chance to showcase their talent Yes. the last stage.
2: When is your event, guys, and what can people expect?
4: Well, it's it's going to be on the
5: 17th of December at London's York Hall, which is obviously the mecca of British boxing.
6: Uh,
5: and what people, yeah, what people can expect is a really unique experience, really. It's a bit like... The way to explain it is a bit like a night out, but there's going to be some scraps involved. But in a positive, mm-hmm. like, control... I was going to say, not <laughs> the ones
1: that require the police yeah. to attend that.
5: No, exactly, exactly. Um, so it's all about kind of... Cause th- the thing is, Typically, with, a, with any kind of boxing show, predominantly it would be the boxers that would sell the tickets, mm-hmm. whereas ours is a bit back to front. Um, our entertainers and the kind of musicians that we've got performing on the night, such as Becky, Bigger Flows, Don Strapsy, etc., those are the people that are kind of sold the tickets because people are interested in their music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see some live performances. But at the same time, we're bringing that demographic to, to look at boxing as well. So we've done it kind of back to front, but we feel like it's needed. Really, it it, This kind of event literally doesn't exist. Um, I've been to a lot of white calls. I've been to a lot of um, kind of amateur boxing shows and also um, MMA shows, et cetera. And typically you'll find that you, you have the, like, look at, look at it, for instance, I give the example of when um, AJ came out to find, fight Dylan White. Stormzy brought him out that day and mm. it brought such a, kind of a buzz around the urban community People like Grime Daily, Link Up TV, all these online media platforms were raving about it because it was like, oh, wow, look at Stormzy and he's bringing out AJ. It kind of, it it merged the two kind of paths, the Mm. two sectors quite well. Um, And and his whole kind of brainchild was like, why isn't that a thing? Why isn't that something that is just ongoing? Why doesn't that kind of event exist? It's not just about bringing out the fighter and then you sit down and watch the fight. We want something that kind of crosses those two sectors and, and really showcases showcases what the urban culture is all about, so wh- about wh- both
2: sports and music so where can people buy tickets and
5: um, people can buy tickets at www.thisisboxing.uk or you can go to our our instagram page is quite active so if you go to at @thisisboxinguk uh click the link in the bio um, and there's tickets on there and they're really affordable. Typically these kind of shows are quite extortionate in some places. Like when you're looking to buy a table and stuff, people are paying a hundred pound a head or they're paying 60, 70 quid just to get, uh, to, to get a seated, a seat in a hall in some community center. Whereas the tickets that we've got left are 30 quid and you're watching boxing at, at um, York Hall we're having it live streamed on link up TV. Spencer Furon has just jumped on board with us as our ring announcer on the night because he loves what we're trying to do for the culture so we're looking at big things going ahead.
2: Perfect,
1: perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We've worked with Spencer in the past, so I look forward to seeing him on the show as well. Uh, how much is he charging? <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, <laughs> undisclosed, undisclosed, undisclosed. Undisclosed fee, yeah. yeah. Put it this way, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it this way we have, our budget's mad tight.
5: So yeah. I know for a fact, this isn't about money to Spencer because he's yeah. getting a lot, a lot bigger fee from other places. Mm. It's just that when we spoke to him, we told him what we're trying to do for, for people, for the culture, for mm. the communities. He was all over it. He's like, Yeah, this needs to happen. I'm on board. Definitely whatever you guys need from me. Um, And agreed to be an announcer on the night. We've also got um, Darren Hamilton, uh, former British champion. He's going to be um, one of our guest judges as well. He's been helping us out with um, matching fighters and also training fighters alongside our boxing director, Jared Aneo. So
2: um,
5: it's been really, it's been beautiful, man. It just a lot of people have just supported us just for the love because we've not got a big budget. We're not some big massive promote we're just starting out but mm. people believe in what we're trying to do and, and feel like it has a meaning and a substance behind it therefore they're supporting
3: so how did you guys select the fighter for the the fighters for the night
4: uh, how did we pick the fighters
3: yeah how have you done the matchmaking
4: okay well basically we we ran a couple ads on instagram like we've been using our social um we've been using social media quite um quite a lot and it's been very very helpful actually um, so we've had we had a lot of people contact us with, um, with interest and we basically start like um sparring sessions at numerous yeah. gyms and from there we've basically like suited out all the talent and um like got the weights correct and yeah so basically jared who's the director of our boxing
5: he fights at a time maybe seat over in king's cross
1: okay yep
5: so um a lot of it a lot of it has sat with Jared, really, because obviously he's on the ground, he boxes himself. Um, so he's been running a lot of sparring sessions. And then in those sessions, we were alongside Darren Hamilton and um, our, other, our other guy, Ayo, who's also a boxer. Uh, they've been able to gauge where people's levels are at, um, the experience they've got, um, and then we've matched them accordingly um, to make sure that there's going to be competitive fights on the night. So a lot of it has come off the socials, but also... And um, we've we've struck up some real good partnerships in relation to Stonebridge, um, also Miguel's Gym as well, Time ABC. We've even got a fighter coming over from um, the southwest of England, from Bristol, um, who fights out nice. of Barton Barton Hill ABC over there, um, which nice. has got quite a good pedigree. Though.
1: So hey, there also, I was going to say, no, it sounds so, so, yeah, sounds, it all sounds sounds good. really great. And um, so our co-host in Nam is looking for a fight. So is there any chance you can get him on the list for the next mm. next next event? Yeah. Yeah, if you can do that uh, and Kodjo as well.
2: Yeah, Kodjo would like to
3: fight it's as a Mike Tyson build heavyweight. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mike Tyson, yeah.
3: Put him I, in I, there with someone he's at least <laughs> six
1: foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking about a nine by the way. <laughs> a powerhouse. 250 exactly. pounds.
6: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but, we'll, put him, we'll put him in there. As long as he
1: well. you're on board, man. You're yeah. on board, man. Fantastic. We'll put a muzzle on him as well, in case he gets <laughs> yeah. any ideas Yeah, we'll, as well. we'll,
2: we'll definitely, we'll, guys, we'll probably, we'll, we'll try and come down for the event so as they, well. We've got
1: the media, so yeah. yeah. We'll, okay, we'll, fantastic. We'll there, yeah. Okay, great, great. So great. we'll be there. So no, looking forward to it, guys. I mean, um, getting a name like Fecky. I mean, for most of the people that listen to the to the scene in, in London, that's a big name. Do you want to tell us, I mean, one, I know he doesn't perform that often in London, so how, how did that come about, or, you know, how, how it must be interesting Again. to work with somebody on, that, uh, uh, on this project.
5: Yeah, definitely. So basically, once again, um, it was a case of, like you just said, you, t- you hit the nail on the head. Um, Fecky typically only performs in London if it's their own event, um, and he's quite selective on what he does. But when we spoke to his, um, to his management team, Chris Hoyt, and, and the other guys, and we told them what this meant and why we were doing it, this isn't a case of us just like thinking, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna play Don King or Eddie Hearn for the weekend, mm. and try and make a name for ourselves. This is this is more something for the culture. We spotted a gap, and we spotted something that doesn't exist for the community. Uh, when we got that across to Chris and Fecky and the team, they were on board. So again, everyone you see on our lineup, like they are literally doing this because of what it means, as opposed to oh, I'm getting paid. Mm. Yeah, it's not a paycheck at all. This, mm. Obviously, we we've got to pay people, but. It's a fraction of what they would typically usually get because they believe in what we're doing, uh, and that's been beautiful, man. This has been really, really reassuring. Obviously, we we reached out to some other artists, and we were getting the typical managerial knockbacks of "oh, we've got a live strategic plan in place, and we can't afford to do this, etc." And we've got this coming up. But as soon as we reached out to uh, Fecky and his team, they were on board, man. As soon as they heard what it was all about, they were straight on board. Same with Figure Flow, the Image Guard, etc. Don Straps, you got well. Mister Play. He was like a- yeah, Mister Play and three shots of tequila are going to be doing our um, our commentary on the night with a bit of a kind of comedy angle around things. So it's nothing but love for all of these guys. You know? Ooh, I an idea. These guys should probably do our next show.
4: You could do the commentary
1: on our show. yeah, hundred yeah, exactly. percent. I mean, we'll be up for it. I mean, you've got you've got three guys that love to talk about boxing. So yeah, we will be more than interested to support, get involved. I mean, I really like the concept that you guys have got. So yeah. I'm sure we'll speak before the show and afterwards. So yeah, let's let's, let's see what, what what we can do and get you into the studio as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um,
5: what we're trying to do, like the, the basis of it, though, Joey, is we just want everyone to write. Mm. That is our whole nucleus of everything we're doing. If you notice on our on our um on our on our socials, we're promoting urban brands in relation to fashion. We're mm. promoting urban like urban cuisine, every anything urban. Anyone that's trying to get a platform and mm. trying to like get out there into the industry we're trying to help you man because yeah, that's what we're trying to do and this is all for the people do you yeah, see what I'm that's, that's so the way it should be we're all
1: rings. trying to grow right so let's all help each other exactly. and then look at each other as a threat so no I exactly. like it. I no, love it so guys listen we're going to let you go but before you go do you want to just shout yeah. out your social medias um, and then just re- yeah. re- t- talk about the ticket prices again
5: yeah so if you want to go to www.thisisboxing.uk um or go to our instagram which is at this is boxing uk um, you'll see the yellow the yellow branding it's quite uh, quite prevalent and yeah. the tickets are 30 pounds uh, ringside and 20 pounds standing perfect uh, and it's down, down at the york hall yeah down at london's york hall Bethnal green 17th of december which is a sunday a week before christmas everyone's got their everyone's thinking what should we do around christmas do you got your christmas food? et etc come so. to a unique event it's going to be streamed across LinkUp TV. They've got a followership of over 2.5 million. We've got Spencer involved. We've got three shots of tequila involved. We've got you guys involved. It's going to yeah. be love, man. It's yeah, about it's our be.
4: culture and our people. We're looking but forward to it. You can it. buy
5: a, and what boxing show can you go to and buy
4: a jerk chicken burger, bro? Oh, yes. Come on, <laughs> say no more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> say no more. No, so listen, it, guys. Yeah thank you very much we appreciate it um, and I'll be in touch and then we'll sort out um, just doing a bit more coverage for the show in a week's time but again thanks for calling in guys much appreciated and all the yeah, best yeah,
2: thanks, thanks, thank you guys thank you, cheers, guys. cheers yeah, thanks you no thank you so,
1: so that was This Is Boxing uh, talking about their new venture looking forward to it something interesting out in London so now we're going to go to the lines I can see we've got 348 348 the floor is yours is that Paul Hey then Kojo? no it's Tom. What? How are you doing How Tom? I did that one wrong.
3: Yeah. That's yeah. bad for me.
1: Yeah, not I've been out of weeks. <laughs> <too laughs> <bad. laughs> How are you doing, Tom? I missed you, mate. I haven't spoken yeah, to you in a long time.
2: we in, Thomas? Tomas.
7: Yeah, it's been a bit. been busy, mate, been busy. You've just, been you've um, been fighting as well, You've got to tell me, the listeners yeah,
1: right. about that.
7: Yes, so I had my first uh, my first amateur fight um, on twenty well fourth right. of November. Yeah, it, it, it was a good night. It was a good experience. Um, in terms of, do you want me to break down the fight for you guys? Or?
1: Yeah, just give us a quick summary.
7: Don't, okay, don't so go Johnny Nelson a, <laughs> <or> not, <sorry. laughs> No, 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 no. It's, it's a 30-second knockout. <laughs> um, and it was uh, declared a draw. Um, Controversially. I mean, the first round was more sort of just kind of sussed him out. The guy was a bit heavier than me, about 25 kilo.
1: Yeah, I saw the weight difference. That was a real belly like versus that um, that was belly probably versus uh, butterbean or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> that
7: or like a <laughs> hay versus hay versus value <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hay versus <laughs> value worth.
1: But to be fair, I have to say I saw the videos and and you done well. You're moving your head around. You're just trying to keep the get the feet moving. So yeah, no, what well, fair play, mate. It takes balls to get in there, and a lot of people have never done that. So fair play. Yeah. So what do you want to talk so about? Yeah, mate? it's just
7: me. Be- yeah, just being a busy schedule, man. just uh, just coming back from uh, the unique radio show, just uh, talking a bit of boxing, uh, just talking about female participation in sport, uh, so just kind of mentioning uh, the likes of Claire Adams and stuff. So. Nice. Yeah, but uh, in terms of boxing for uh, the agenda this week, I suppose we could mention, uh, talk about James McGill. Uh,
1: but you want to talk about Lomachenko, tell the truth.
7: Yeah, yeah, no, i am talk about Lomachenko. But
1: <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, so in terms of uh, just uh, James DeGale's fight on the weekend, yeah, I'm looking forward to see how um, he delivers on his uh, homecoming. Um, I was talking to uh, Jimmy, Matt Jr. yesterday. He's saying that Vigale is punching really hard and that he's looking to make a statement, so...
1: Nice. be interesting. Should be good. we would be looking forward to it as well. And what do you make of Lomachenko or Rigondel? Excited to watch that one?
7: Cracking fight. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, stars clash. Um, Both obviously got incredible amateur pedigree. And um, yeah, it's just going to be a test match, I think, for a large part of the fight. But I just think the size of Lomachenko is going to carry him through it. So I'm predicting Lomachenko.
1: Perfect. Perfect. All right then, Tom, listen, we're going to leave you to it. Thanks for calling in and getting yep. your support again. We'll have to get you into the studio before you go back to uni. Um, but all the best yeah, and catch up Do you know what's uh,
7: happening yep. about the Katie Taylor fight next week? Do you know if uh, Matt have got back to you about, Um
1: We'll I'll pick up uh, offline. We'll pick it up off, off- offline, mate. Don't worry.
7: Okay, no worries. All right, no worries. cheers, mate. In a bit. Cheers. Okay, sweet. No worries.
1: <laughs> uh, 251. 251, the floor is yours. Get that open. Don't be shy on us. Hello, 251? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Kojoc, yes. how you doing? Oh, what's going on, D? Below the belt? How you what doing, you doing say, my D? man? How you doing, man?
6: Not too bad or something. I mean, I'm good to hear from you guys, man. Yeah,
1: yeah it's good too. to hear from you, man. You've been on your travels, man. Got man, many and back. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been touring the day, man. Below the
1: belt. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to just tell oh, tell the listeners quickly what you what, what you go up to, is, uh, who you met, um, some of the videos? They know where to find them, but yeah.
6: Yeah. Well, um, I guess first off, really, we were blessed to have Spencer Furin on the platform. That was brilliant. Um, Curtis of Cojo, no doubt. No doubt, <laughs> um, man, no doubt. Come we on. had Lawrence of Coley as well. That mm-hmm. was a good look. Um, all these big supporters of Umar Sadiq. His uh, second pro is coming up on the ninth. He's going to be on the James on Undercard. card. Yeah. And then, yeah, we went to Bolton and uh, Amir's, Amir Khan's gym, uh, where Joe Gallagher is based at the moment. So we had him on the
1: platform as well. We had a uh, Callum Smith and a uh, Jose Burton. So that was pretty good. Nice, nice, nice man. Good good it got to get some good interviews.
6: Yeah, yeah, some solid, some solid content man. It's gonna be gonna be uploading real soon. Any sneak peeks
1: coming
6: any any sneak peeks for us? Well um I'd say to all the listeners actually tomorrow we're gonna release the first um section of the Callum Smith interview. That's really, really interesting. I think it's very current, especially with the whole um, world boxing competition going on and all that stuff. So yeah. he had a few interesting things to say, of course.
1: Okay, okay. So uh, so what's on your mind, mate? Yeah. Um, we know we've got the Hey Bellew, we've got Lomachenko, Rigondow this week. What's on your, what's on your mind? What do you I want think,
6: to talk about? I think the Lomachenko, Rigondow thing, is so more interesting. The Hey Bellew thing, is like, with the issues of Hey, it's hard to really get excited until until you know he's actually gonna get in the ring. So I'll, I'll leave my my opinion parts on that one. But um the Limachenko Reganda thing, that's that's major. I think uh like Tom said, the, you've kinda got to go Limachenko in regards to the weight difference. I mean they're both uh, like world brec- world world record breaking pedigrees from amateurs. What are they, two gold medals each? Yeah. Um going to do another amateur fights ridiculous. But the weight the weight that um I think he's uh, rigging now going up two week classes,
2: right? Yeah, uh, just so you know, Lawrence uh, is going to be on the Sky Sky as well. We'll be on the Sky 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 Sports episode today. He's on Sky Sports Day at seven o'clock. Um, now, if you guys get get a chance, make sure you listen to it because they did come into the Rapson Studio uh, and interviewed him. So it's a good look for us. So if you guys get a chance, make sure you do download that and 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 watch Lawrence okay, Lawrence calling the Raps on TV Studio.
1: But yeah, he was asking about Rigondeaux going up. Yeah, so okay. Rigondeaux was going. <laughs> <A random laughs> plug,
2: <huh? Yeah. laughs> no, I
1: was <laughs> in a world. another world. He was in another world. That was like a quick ad. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, it was a quick ad. Quick but, um, yeah, so, yeah, we'll go back to the <laughs> yeah, Lord Sikoni piece. But yeah, it's no, Rigondel. So yeah, you're right. He's going up. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be a disadvantage. Okay, it, it should be a disadvantage. Um, but again, I don't know. It's we- it's a weird one because I feel like this is still one of Lomachenko's toughest tests. This Rigondel-Lomachenko fight. I don't know what you guys feel. You- I think what? that all
3: the factors are against Rigondel in this fight. And I think that Lomachenko... Yeah. Get to him quite quickly, yeah, to be honest. And yeah. I love Rigandow as one well, of yeah. my favorite <laughs> fighters, but Lomachenko's going to get to him. I think he, you know, he's Easily. old, he's smaller, yeah. I mean, and that's my only question. Less active,
1: I, have, I, I feel that he's got the ability to stay away, but when you just think, yeah, he's 37, you look at a boxer, like he's 37 years old, he's coming up two weight mm. classes. He's and Lomachenko's
3: going to go up another weight class and Rigondeau should really be in one yeah, below. So, yeah. I mean, there's such a huge size difference, yeah. especially at the weight. It's a bit unfair. Weight. you know. Yeah. I,
2: I know a lot of people, a lot of my fans are saying, look, if Rigondeau's saying don't make excuses, but facts are facts, right? Mm. No matter what Rigondeau's saying, he's significantly older, right? And he's, made, he's been made to come up two weight classes. If this was had any, any sign of fairness, they would have done it in the middle. Rigo yeah. comes at one. Yeah. Limachenko goes down one, and it's because Rigondeaux—he's be
3: desperate for the big fight. Because if yeah. he doesn't get this fight, he's not going to get that big paycheck before he leaves
1: boxing. So exactly. he had no choice but to take it yeah. like this. So, 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 D, what do you? Do? So, who are you putting your money on for this fight?
6: I have to I have to go Limachenko, even though I prefer Rigondeaux. Yeah. But how can you possibly beat him with that waist, Prince?
3: Yeah, point or and knockout
6: um either late stoppage or points
1: yeah. and you know what you know what worries me
6: like i say the, the thing is if for example like rigging had a better boxing brain but um limitenko had sight i'll go with the better boxer but it's that's not really the case because yeah. they're both like like way beyond um world-class level They're they're elite boxers in their own right so that weight difference is going to be significant, man.
1: Mm. And for 100%. me, I have to say, um, I agree with you. I think most most boxing fans want to see Wigandau do well. Um, I kind of agree with Tom. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Lomachenko walks through him. I would be disappointed to see that. Um, but what is kind of worrying for me is that Lomachenko seems to be going in terms of upping his game. If you look at the last few opponents, he's actually retired them. Like, he stopped. Yeah. Didn't, they didn't come out of the corner. Um, so he's clearly showing that he's learning more from the pro ranks he was a long time amateur but now he's turned into a pro he's getting that vicious uh, streak into him Um, his style of fighting as well is going to be very interesting for me what I want to see is how his chin can deal with potentially getting hit by Rigondale because we know he's notoriously strong but again it's the weight class he may get smacked on his chin and it doesn't do anything so
3: and Rigondale's been down quite a few times himself at lower weights but but
1: obviously never lost so it's it's, mm. it's all kind of like peas and apples, but for me, I say, um, yeah, I can't see anything but a Lomachenko win in my in my mind, D. Um, so while we've got you quickly, um, the girl, Selby, Yard, Dubois, which one are you looking forward to watching this Saturday? Um, i would probably say, i would
6: probably say the girl, be interesting to see how, how, how he's doing, but mm-hmm. with that said, the level of comp- opposition or whatever is, is not, not, not of any real note, is it? Um exactly. Dubois, I like the way he's coming Yeah, the, the that's, that's a, Do you think, think that's a good develop.
1: test? He's fighting a guy that I mean, first of all he got off, he's fighting a guy that got knocked out by Ian Lewison, but then he fought a guy that is also on AJ's record. So mm. do you think do you think it's time to start comparing how they're defeating opponents?
6: Uh not really. I think I think I think once he gets more to that British level, mm-hmm. like fighting for the Lonsdale. And really going to at least top five um British heavyweights, then he's just in that, on that learning curve. I think I think they're doing a good job of him, they taking the time with him, but
3: still very early in his It's a clever so move probably. to put him with the next Joshua opponent, I yeah, think, because it's, it's only gonna what what drum up the hype, isn't it? Yeah, it's gonna draw attentions, isn't it? And it, you know, it's gonna be
1: a it's, it's gonna be a first round knockout, that's let's why, be honest. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why that's how I see it. Yeah. yeah. Alright D listen, we're gonna leave you to it, but thanks for calling again. Um everyone knows it's at below the belt TV um, YouTube, Facebook, and social media. I'm um, sorry, Instagram on all the social media. So, big up yourself for calling in again, D. And don't forget Sky Sports. <laughs>
6: no, done, I think to we're gonna say Sky Sports every time you call in. Yeah.
1: He said, "Don't forget Sky Sports." Say right? Again? <laughs> in Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <no. laughs> <It's random. laughs> don't, don't don't forget Sky <laughs> yeah. Sports. Yeah. Correct, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All <yeah. laughs> <laughs> right, take it easy. I like to shake things up, man. Keep it random. Keep it random. That was that. That you done a good job there. All right, so we're going out to eight six zero eight six on the floor
8: hello that's it's paul
1: how you doing paul you well
3: how you doing paul
8: yeah i'm good oh. at you don't do that <laughs> yeah we're fun.
3: good man what do you want to talk about what fight uh, are you most looking Rick and forward door.
8: to rig uh firstly yep it's uh i think rig uh but the reason, reason i think this is okay He's come up against people that were mass, the massive in size. to him. You look at that Japanese fella, he fought, I think it was it Asakawa, mm-hmm. and then you look at that Japanese fella's face at the end of the fight, and it looked like he'd been smashed a bit with a baseball bat. Yeah, so being he's, he's, the smaller man.
2: But he's fine, elite fighter though. not He's fine,
8: elite, yeah, elite so fighter. Then, you know. So, so what's done, eh? Donair was
1: and Donair outweighed by Obris I, I don't know man Do, Donaire is
3: not on the same level as Lomachenko we know Lomachenko that now man. but at the time and let's be honest that's the only big win rigondo has got on his yeah, record yeah, to be honest true, Lomachenko's yeah, he's got more better wins in in half the fights doesn't he Gary Russell
1: yeah, Nicholas I Walters I think he's definitely his receiver is much better there's no question about that um, but carry but on me, let's let Paul you, Paul's making a case for man, we've got to let him speak Looking at the footwork, yeah, I think
8: Lomachenko's massive advantage against other people is they don't have the same footwork as him. But Rigondor has the same, if not better, footwork, and he'll read, he'll read Lomachenko better. So when Lomachenko does that little sidestep, Rigondor will already be reading that little sidestep. And if you watch Rigondor, he quite often is moving one way, and then quickly he switches and he moves the other way.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: So can Lomachenko read that as well? And I, I think the speed's going to be with with uh, Rikendör, and I think that'll that'll be a key as well. Uh, I I just don't think the size is as big a deal as people are making out because he's been outweighed most of his life. Yeah, look what he's achieved.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, so I mean, exactly. So I think it's definitely one to look forward to, um, and we'll take it from there. So, um, um, Paul, last one on the UK fights. I'm probably looking
8: forward to the Gaelia most, but purely for the reason that if he is speaking the truth and saying that he's been fighting with a shoulder injury and he hasn't even been able to jab and stuff properly then I wanna see with this fixed shoulder, if he looks back to like when he was fighting the likes of their Brandon oh, I can't remember his name, Brandon something. And he wasn't it was supposed to be a close fight and he knocked he knocked him out about mid-day
1: through the fight. That's, that's the type of the girl I want to see back where he's and people. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's, let's see. I think uh, it's a good return to having him back in London. So, listen, Paul, thanks for your call, mate. We're going to move on to the next caller. Um, thank, yeah, no. Take it easy, but thanks for your sort of support. We're going to go to 692, who I believe is Mr. Borg. Mr. Tony Borg, hello. Hello, how are you doing? Not too bad, Tony. How are you? Kojo here. Here I'm with Anam and Tom. How's Tom. How the team? You all getting ready for your, for, for your big fight this weekend? Yeah, oh man,
9: Everything's just uh, finishing up and i winding down. We'll
2: be leaving for London tomorrow. Nice. Fantastic. How, how's Lee feeling back, coming back? And uh, how did you, you guys get with uh, Frank Frankfurt in the first place, uh, Tony? What, what, what's driven that? This time round or the
9: first time round?
2: Uh, this, this time, time round. round.
9: Uh, this time around, obviously, he's signed uh, Warrington and signed with him. And obviously, Frampton's gone over to him. So it just makes sense to be in the same camp. And the fight is, you know, hopefully, the, the fight can be made. Um, if they're all with the same promoter, we shouldn't have to, uh, there are so many obstacles in front of us.
2: So, so what's the plan? Is it Warrington next? Is, is that what the plan is?
9: Yeah, obviously, we've got a three-fight plan. Um, it all works out properly. Um, the fight with Ramirez on the weekend... Win over Ramirez, and he'll fight, fight Warrington. Win over Wellington, then he'll fight Frampton. Nice. And he's up there then
1: to, to uh, unify the titles. So, so t- Tony, I mean, you you, hit this, you said something there about getting in the same camp as sort of like his closest competition and you know, potentially three big uh, domestic yeah. fights. Um Eduardo Ramirez's defence is probably not an easy defence. It's actually quite difficult um, in terms of him being, you know, coming from a Mexican background, undefeated, a come forward fighter. What is the strategy um, to defeat Ramirez and to do it impressively?
9: Well, we've had a number of opponents come over over the last, uh, you know, three or four years to fight Salvi. They've all come over and, and defeated with these great records. They don't take a step backwards. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And, you know, Lee out-boxing the three of them and spanked that ass and got him all to
0: <laughs>
9: And we'll be doing the same with Ramirez.
3: And, Tony, did you pick Ramirez because you thought it'd be good preparation for Warrington or was it slightly out of your hands as regards to the opponent?
9: Nothing to do with it. He wasn't chosen by us. He's uh, offered an opponent. Lee doesn't pin uh, anybody down. If you think about it, this guy. Um, Come forward, South oh, Warrington's a busy horsebox uh, fighter. So it's, it's nothing to do with the Warrington, right? Mm. Or the Fountain fight. He wouldn't be boxing in South Wales if he preparing for them.
2: Tony, last time you were on our show with Andrew, uh, we sort of picked up on the Warrington uh, scenario, and uh, you were of the opinion that Warrington didn't really want the fight, even though he was kept on banging on about it. Do you think that, you know, do you, are you 100% confident that the fight will happen this time? Yeah. Yeah, you, f- you think the fight's definitely um, happened this time?
9: I think so. You know, he made himself look a fool, um, in my opinion, when he was offered the fight the straight shot at Lee Salvi's world title. Uh, he turned the fight down because he was, gonna, he was getting married at the same time mm. and it affected his marriage, but he still went ahead and boxed on the same night. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then he boxed a, an eliminator for the title that he could have fought for.
2: Yeah. You know, if you've got a
9: chance to box in the, for a for the title, you're not going to take an eliminator before, do you? right.
2: Mm. Mm. And when he fights Frampton, I mean, I mean, I'm of the opinion that at Sit- least Lee beats Frampton fairly easily. What What, what is your view? Um, and do you think Frampton's on the slide Tony?
9: Um, I don't know if it's a physical thing. I think it's a mental, mental um, sort of a mental block. You know, he's he's being so involved with the McGivens for such a long time, they've been a family, like you know. So mm-hmm. to go to another trainer, like you know, right out the blue, is a Obsessed the advocate a bit, don't it? So you know he's all, he's all over the place at the moment, and uh, I think it's showing
1: in his boxing. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I think not that um, Shane McGuigan was a great renowned coach, but I do feel now that he's moved to to this MTK, I, I did feel his performance was a little bit laboured, and it could be you know he spent most of the year kind of out of the ring. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel that Frampton. Didn't give an outstanding performance in his last fight, and I think you know it's going to be interesting to see how he can improve his skill set and his learning ability in the ring. Because I don't think he's gone with a superior coach. I, I think from a coaching standpoint, he's yeah, maybe I gone agree. backwards. Well, I would agree with that. Yeah.
2: Do you think he's made the right choice with uh, the coach he's gone with? I I don't know. I don't know really. I'm
9: um, I'm a very in- individual coach. I don't um, yeah. follow anybody's anybody's team. I do my own thing. Um, whether it works out um, best for him, who's, you know, nobody knows. Um, I think at the moment, mentally, he's not in a good place. I mean, you know, for him to turn up at the at the weigh-in, come in a pound overweight, and make a little effort to get the weight off, and then fail to get the weight off, to me, that's, you know, that's just not right, you know. Put it at least Alvey wouldn't go, go for that, I don't think. Mm. I mean, he went through a lot, he's been through quite a bit in the past, he's had a, brother, a brother's eye. Um, his mother died before his last fight. Still won with both fights. Still won both fights. Because mm. um, yeah. he's got that frame of mind. He's got that mindset. Yeah. You know, and if you haven't, doesn't matter who's coaching you. I'm mean, losing your corner. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it must be a great relief after struggling to sort of get the fights you want. It must be really relieving to sort of have a set plan, a set pl- plan in pace in place now.
9: Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, to be honest, if you have asked me this time last year, I would have said. At the end of 2017, Lisa Albee's going to be a household name, uh, a very rich, you know, a very rich fighter, you know, going places, things really working out for him. Mm. It hasn't been that way, but he's stuck to his task, he's been in the gym, he's had a little week off here, week off there, and straight back in the gym.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, Tony, that's... on an has informal...
2: And ha- how are things with Andrew? How are things with Andrew, Tony? When can we expect to see him next out? Um, My
9: company Andrew Fox before at the very earliest,
3: the
1: end of every early match. Okay. And so, just taking it back to Lee, I think one of the things, you know, you you spoke about obviously him recently losing his mother. We know that he's dealt with tragedy with his brother in the past. Um, What I've kind of noticed since then is that he seems to really be focused in terms of you rarely see any sort of social media activity from him. And what you do see all seems to be focused around the gym if he's not training with yourself on the pads yeah. he's sparring he's going for runs he's not but it's not the kind of showing off taking a selfie going for a run it's you know somebody that seems very focused <laughs> so that must be quite refreshing for you as a coach that's known him all his life to maybe you know you've seen how he's just focused on his boxing and he's not let you know the the sad news of, of the death of his mother affect him too much
9: uh, well, yeah, he's, he's dealt with it really well, I think, very uh, professionally. But as I said, I've always said that um, you play football, rugby, dance, pool, you play all these games, you never hear anyone say you play boxing, do you? You don't play boxing, yeah. and at least be just doesn't play it at all. He lives boxing. Mm. He doesn't come to the gym because, we didn't tell oh, well, I've got to do 10 rounds today, or I've got to spare six rounds, and I've got to do circuits, or I've got, to, I've got to get up this morning, I've got to run this morning, and then I got to weight in, and then I got to spout this evening. He doesn't think like that. Mm. He looks forward to running, he looks forward to coming to the gym. He can't wait to get on the pads, he looks forward to doing circuits, he looks forward to getting on the skills he weight is. He's happy at his very happiest in the gym. Mm. I,
2: I, uh, are you going to be watching the Lomachenko Rigondo fight this weekend, Tony?
9: <coughs> well, yeah, hopefully. Um, if it's, everything works out well, and, uh, we have two. I have two wins. I'll be happy. I'll be sat to find a nice seat somewhere in uh, some hotel bar and watch we're going we do.
2: Who wins? Who wins? Can Rigondo do this, do you think?
9: I think it's um very, very close fight. I think it's difficult to call. Um, if I was going to side with anything, I think I'd go with... You've got two very, very good fighters. Um, you know, and A, a, a good big guy is going to beat a good little guy, I think. Mm. I think it's just the size difference might make the difference. It's not a lot of great, great deal in it, but I think uh I'd side with Lamachenko.
3: So Tony, obviously you mentioned about uh, assuming everything goes to plan then Lee wants to unify in the future. Um, who do you view as his biggest threat? Sort because of, 'cause you've got the Gary Russell in America you've got Oscar Valdez. Who do you view as the biggest threat apart from Lee? Obviously.
9: Um, I would say Gary Russell Jr. probably because, you know, he's he's it's very fast hands, you know, incredibly fast hands. Um he's probably the biggest test for me, I think, yeah.
3: Yeah, that'd be a great fight. Nice.
2: Uh Tony, just want to say thank you very much for giving us time for, for t- giving us your time this evening. No and uh really appreciate the call. Cheers, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you so very much. That. Good luck thank on Saturday. Saturday good luck on yeah, good luck on Saturday. Thank you.
1: Cheers, thank you. Mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Bye. 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 So we're going to go out to Mr. Sarah. Mr. Sarah, get get, get ready. Get ready and wait. So yours. Hi, Hello, hi, Michael. Yes, How Michael. Are you doing? Well? So, yeah. How are you doing, Michael? How you doing, Michael? Okay, thanks. We've yeah. been
2: getting a lot of Good. social media activity regarding yourself. Say, so look, you know, Michael's the one. So, Michael, what you got to say?
10: Uh, well, you know um, this rigondo Lomachenko fight. I mean, it's a mouth-watering prospect, isn't it? Mm. I mean, um, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's one of the biggest fights. I mean, it's as big, if not bigger, than the Canelo Golovkin fight. Because the thing is, this is what the Yanks, the Americans, call a pick'em fight. You know, it's a very, very cl- hard uh, fight to call. Um, you know, it, it's it's just one of those. I mean, with Canelo Golovkin. Um, Golovkin was pretty much, I believe, the school of thought that everybody was like. The general consensus was that Golovkin was going to win, you know. And um, okay, it was I don't know he many, did win. many class it as a bad decision. Mm. Um, but this this fight, I mean, barring any controversy, I mean, I think this is just going to flow beautifully, you know. This fight, I think the um, the, the the styles will mesh lovely. That gel together. You don't think it's
1: going to stink out the place? You don't think we are gone down? No, does, I don't think so. I I just want to pick your You've brain. You've got to, you got,
10: to you got to remember. You know, these are two very, very elite uh, performers. You know, these are these are the, you know the very best of the best for their respective. The creme de la creme.
2: Mm. Mm.
10: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I just think this is going to be. It's it's a it's a fight for the purists. You know, it's definitely one of those. It's, but it's what it's it's a trade fight, if you like. But it's 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 one of the biggest fights it's up, it, i mean you know uh, as a math marfort in prospect it's up there with uh, some of the greatest fights from yesteryear you know aglermens you know prior, you know the anticipation is 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 amazing and the f- sad thing is that um they're earning nowhere near the amount of money that mayweather earned in that joke with that excuse of a fighter last time out. Connor, was it Connor the Public or Connor? I think he did con the Public. <laughs> it has got the right yeah. name. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's even more talk about McGregor having another big fight. I mean, it's just, it's now all of a sudden an eye-profile, getting away from the Lomachenko, you know, um you know, Rigondo, um, you know it, it's like he, he's a, an eye-profile boxer. You know, all he ever did was just talked his way into that fight. But um, I just think... Um, you know, there was talk I think he was going to fight, Pacquiao was there, or something, Uh, McGregor?
3: I think it's all just talk, isn't it? It's
10: just ridiculous, but getting back to this, like, let's keep it real with the boxing, you know, you like talk talk about real fighters, real boxers, and, um, yeah, I mean, Lomachenko, I mean, he's, uh, is he a Russian guy, I believe? Ukrainian. Ukrainian, Ukrainian. okay, that part of the world. Well, the thing is, you know, a lot of, I don't know, a lot of listeners know this, but, the Russians were not allowed to turn professional in 1980s, not until about 1989, mm. uh, you know, um, they, 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 wasn't, they, they, they weren't allowed.
2: Is that, and, is that, is that the Soviets you know, you're talking about, or, or, or Russians? The Soviets, yeah. The Soviets, yeah. Yeah. The Soviets
10: yeah. Russians, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, I mean, you know, they turned pro, they sort of like, I think, I think Mickey Duff, uh, or one of the guys over here, he had a few of them. Uh, they were going to come over here to box, but they never ever did did um before. I think one of, one or two of them did have a profile over here in the in the late eighties, uh, some Russians. Um, but the the thing is, you know, it all went sort of quiet on and then all of a sudden you got these guys. It's like a conveyor belt now, isn't it? You know,
1: that's why, Michael. That's why, and that's why I think, although Lomachenko definitely is skilled, you know, you look at his ability, you only need to watch him yeah. and see. I still think Golovkin, Kovalev, some of these guys were hype trains, you know, and no matter what there is a bit of a hype tra- train around Lomachenko. You know, I think oh, this is always me being crit- yeah. critical, you know, yeah. but like, I, I don't see how he yeah. can be pound for pound if he doesn't compete for other belts. Being pound for pound and you only ever hold the WBO, for me, is a shambles. You've got to collect all the belts, well, whatever weight class you're going to be in. Let's, mm.
10: let's forget about the belts. The belts mean nothing, trust me. It's about what happens inside that mate. being... I mean, uh, <laughs> No, no, no. no. Um, you know, um, it, it's about the, the ability of a fight, not, not about the belt that he holds. I mean, um, oh, yeah, but Andre you know, Ward uh, held three, You can have these linear champions, for example, you know, and they are linear champions. I mean, many still class Tyson Fury as the world champion in certain quarters, um, but in a, in essence, he is. I mean, if yeah, he comes back, you know, in essence, he is the man that beat the man.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I know him,
10: Joshua beat. No, you know, but there, there are some people who will agree with me there, some people who won't. But, um, you know, the the it's not a matter of, you know, uh, it's like going back when uh, Marvin Aguilar lost to Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard was the true W B. he was the WBC champion. He was the world middleweight champion. It didn't matter what belt he held, uh, like Michael Spinks, for example, you know, when he had the IBF uh, heavyweight championship. Yeah, I don't know. But Aguilar
1: wasn't. Powerful, powerful. Yeah. But, oh, Michael, <laughs> and I've only got to stop because we're close to, to running out. So, listen, who are you picking for the sure. fight? Lomachenko Rigonda. Lomachenko Perfect So listen he, he, he is
10: Lomachenko He is A one in the million fighter In my opinion
1: One in, one in two million Because we've got M- Money knows, Mayweather right. mm. He, he <laughs> has <got, laughs> Now I'm teasing you Listen I've got, got to move To the, the got next got caller ne- So no. okay, uh, okay that's fine right, Thanks Cheers okay. take okay. care thanks John, bye-bye. John. Uh, yes, so we're Moving to 012 Sorry it's going to be Drive by Because We are running past That time 012 You don't want to speak to us Hello Hello
0: Hi, hi mate, it's Joe How right. you doing Joe, you well? Joe, nice, nice to meet you mate
1: Long time, I miss yeah. you too as well man Representing the North <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wish
1: I could play the <laughs> <laughs> well, same What's on your mind, mate?
0: Um, I'm looking forward to the fight and I really, really hope Brigandile wins just because I love watching him but I just think the size is uh, yeah. the size is too much of a disadvantage for him
2: Do you think it's a pick and fight?
0: No, not at all.
2: Why? Why, why is it not a pick-and-fight?
0: I think, I think I think, it's probably like 80-20 in Lomachenko's favour. Um, the thing yeah. is, he's like, Ringendale has never had a big fight or a big money fight. Mm. And, uh, well, apart from Donaire, he's never really had a big fight, so he's almost got to um, succumb to the demands of Lomachenko and his team.
2: Has Lomachenko had a big fight? He's
0: raised some money, do you know what I mean? So mm. There you go. Yeah
2: what would you say is a big fight for Lomachenko
3: Gary Russell I, I would say not even just Gary Russell I would say, would you say that
1: they were still early on Roman the Martinez a big fight. Roman Martinez just Roman, was, yeah, a, Roman was, Martin was a contender was a big for fighting fight for a year previously was a big fight. yeah and, that, and, he, and he took him out Nicholas Walters was a big fight because there was a big hype yeah, around yeah, that as yeah, well so yeah, 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 I think enough. he's yeah, had bigger got fights got but right. also I would say Rigondel has been avoiding this in a certain way as well he could have fought other yeah, guys you know Frampton didn't really want to fight him
0: yeah I I wasn't i no was finding yeah. out who was talking anybody. Yeah, yeah. So um, he just struggles because he no one wants to fight him because it's massive risk, minimal reward, isn't exactly,
1: it? Exactly, exactly. And I and I kind of agree with you, Joe. I think I think there's just too much going against Dow, I don't even think it's necessarily his ability. Even though Lomachenko is is a high technician, mm. I just think it's you know as uh, yeah. people have alluded to here, I just think there's too many factors going yeah, against him: age, weight, speed. Both mm. being
3: double Olympic gold medalists, there's you know, yeah. they're both incredibly skilled in different ways, but exactly. they're gonna be on a fairly yeah, even level in yeah, skill, even, it's even a, if it's different styles. Activity as well age
0: Lomachenko has been boxing pretty regularly at high level, whereas Riggendale has been boxing not so much at a high level because of the opponent yeah. and quite infrequently
1: as yeah. well. Exactly.
3: Well he fought that Mexican didn't he, and before that it was Jazza Dickens, Jazza Dickens wasn't and it? And that was
1: so, a two round fight. Yeah. So so yeah, so Joe, you're going with Lomachenko yeah. for this one, yeah? Do you think you can stop him? Yes, mate. Is that to both you think you can stop him and, he, and and Lomachenko wins by stoppage? Uh, um
0: Yeah, I think he can stop him to be honest. Yeah. 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 He's been down a couple of times, Rigindale. Um I just don't know if Lomachenko will let him recover. Yeah. Um, I hope not. Like I hope Rigendow does the twelve rounds. I'd love him to win. Well, I think I agree with you, folks. I just think he's um, too much against
1: him, yeah. No problem, Joe. Listen, yeah. thanks for calling in again, mate. Um, appreciate all the support. Yeah, and, guys, uh, good to easy. speak to you. Take it easy. If well, we I had
3: could... pool old tie odds, we'd, he'd be recommending Lomachenko by knockout. There's <laughs> good odds on <laughs> well, that. There'll be Get good, good on odds on that. And we we'll always <laughs> say
1: we don't condone any betting, huh? we're just. Uh, providing some information exactly. we're, look, we're looking we're, so guys, we're, we're still, we're still we're trying to get odds <laughs> with old tie-outs <laughs> yeah, sometime yeah. this year that's 20 now, 2018 that's the twenty eighteen. <laughs> so listen guys it's been a good uh, good to see you all again um, back again looking forward to next week where we're going to break down not only the Lomacheco of Rigondel, Billy Joe Saunders is back Fighting in Canada, overseas. And don't forget, Sky Sports. Keep an eye out for Lawrence Okoli. Mm-hmm. Sky you're Sports see, Mix. Sky Sports Mix. Because yeah. you're going to mm. see raps on TV on that show. So for those of you thinking, what is it I'm talking about? If you do remember a few months back, earlier in the year actually, when we interviewed Lawrence Okoli, he had a team following him. They were doing a documentary, not just about him, about our um, Fowler and, um, and Boatsy. Yeah. So um, we were part of the segment where... Cody came to our studio and we asked him some questions, and obviously you, the fans, got to ask him questions as well. So um, we're hoping that part is going to be on the show as well. So thank you for everyone that tuned in, dialed in, listened in. Raps on TV is in the house, and we're out. He's He's and then what's to say the social medias? <laughs> I
2: forgot about that. I was going to say. Here <laughs> we go. And they just cut off. We forgot. them keep going. Your time is going. Raps
1: on TV on Facebook, Raps
2: on TV Instagram, Raps on TV on Twitter, and our website is www.rapsontv.com.
1: Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Where's (laughs) Asni?